So hello everybody and welcome to the latest episode of Women in Confidence, the podcast for ambitious working women. If you are a regular, thank you so much for your support and for helping the podcast to grow so quickly as it has done. And if you are new here, well, welcome to the show. I really appreciate your dropping in to see us and to to listen to us. I know there's stacks and stacks of podcasts out there that you could go and listen to. And I go on Apple Podcasts on a daily basis and I see new ones popping up. So thank you. I do really appreciate you dropping in and listening to Women in Confidence. So I'm really fortunate in my podcast work to meet incredible, incredible women. And one of those I've got back for the third time onto yeah. the show. And Izzy Friend has joined me today. So hello, Izzy, and thank you very much for joining me again. The first time I met Izzy was on episode 42, and she introduced me to something about shadow work and really understanding your shadow. And we'll probably get onto some of that later in this episode. But essentially, the shadow work is your the dark side of you, the bit that perhaps people don't like to know about it's some of the bad things I guess and some people are really aware of their shadow and a bit like Izzy has really leaned into understanding shadow and is now working through it and really understanding it and and I think you've really turned your life around in many ways because of of reading one book Uh, go and listen to episode 42 and you'll hear a bit more about the, the book and then there are people who perhaps know what their shadow is but choose to not do anything with it because perhaps it's too scary too much harder like hard work and then there's people who are completely oblivious uh to whatever their shadow is and i if you if you don't know anything about shadow work or shadows then i go and listen to episode 42 and read lots and lots of books on shadow work and izzy will definitely get onto that and then i loved having izzy on the show so much that i invited her back to interview me and that was episode 50 and it was just fun wasn't it? i just loved it and i just said i have to have izzy back and we're going to talk well, I don't know who knows what we're going to talk about, Izzy, but um, let's first of all, let's find out how you're doing and how is 23 going for you, 2023 going for you? How is 2023 going? That is a very good question. Where are we? Nearly the end of February. It has been probably not what I expected it to be. I'm not a New Year's resolution type person because, well, previously I was, but they'd last till the middle of January and I thought, actually, this is totally pointless. I don't know what I thought 2023 would start off being, but it has been very quiet. To be honest with you, it's just followed on from the end of 2022 in terms of, so the first time we spoke, we were talking about shadow work and I'd read, I'm not going to mention the book, I'm going to try really hard so people can go back. I read the book and that has just taken me on this whirlwind adventure and I always think of adventure as it's going up like you're climbing up a mountain you're getting to the top of something and yes very much I guess at the moment that is happening but it doesn't necessarily feel like it I have been in a place slash I'm in a place that everything is getting stripped back and it is uncomfortable quite a lot of the time It is getting less uncomfortable and I am trying to really embrace it, but it kind of feels like, yeah, everything around me is just dropping away. And I didn't think it could drop away any more than it has. (laughs) Um, So when I moved a couple of years ago down here, a lot did drop away because that was like a change of location and different friends and life completely changed overnight. 
this is more of a gradual dropping away and sometimes I wish that I was that person that was totally naive to shadow work <laughs> because I am constantly meeting myself at a new level and meeting that shadow which is I mean uncomfortable is a very good word for it it can be crippling sometimes so confusing but trying to go with the flow and embrace what is happening I have learned is the absolute way to kind of I don't know if deal with it is the right word but just be with it so it's been a very quiet start to 2023 <laughs> and you mentioned things dropping away is that something you've been in control of and perhaps deliberately made happen or is that just I don't know just come out of the blue I would say a bit of both. Some things have dropped away and I have, I kind of haven't seen it coming. Or maybe that's not true. Actually, when I look back, things that have dropped away, well, not even dropped away. It's like maybe they've just slightly shifted and there's nothing to say that they won't come back or, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. Some things I guess I could kind of see happening. Other things I'm like, where the hell has that come from? Okay, like, I've been such a fighter for so much of my life. Like, no, we will be friends. No, this will be like this. I'm going to make this happen. La, la, la. But it was such, like, a fight energy that now I'm like, actually, I'm done with fighting. Yes, it's uncomfortable. And you, like, the sensations and the emotions and everything that come up. I'm like, holy shit, I didn't know that I had this in me. Like, where has this been hiding? Where has it been buried away? But I think that is actually what it is kind of about. The, the way that we have, or I have suppressed stuff over the years. And I've always been like a happily, happy, bubbly person. But I do wonder now, actually, how much was I hiding by being that happily, happy? I can't say happy, bubbly for some reason. Happy, <laughs> bubbly person. <laughs> Happily bubbly, bubbly. <laughs> happily bubbly <laughs> um, person like actually what was that like was that really being true to me or was it almost like acting so yeah I'm just at this place of meeting myself with one thing is like shame which is huge in the shadow well for me it is it's really quite pleasant when you ignore it <laughs> but do you get to where you want to get to or do you need to face it, embrace it? And I've come across the most amazing man. Um, I follow him on social media called David Bedrick. Anyone is interested in shame, shadow work, or actually I just call it being human. Holy but Jesus, he is incredible. His theory, I don't know if theory is the right word, but he uses unshaming. So what is it that people feel shame about? Is it, I mean, there's so much on social media that's trying to get you to change and not be the way that you are. Do this so that you're not anxious. Do this so that you're not depressed. Do this so that this happens rather than being like, because I do get quite anxious. Okay, you're anxious. Like what, what's the beauty in that? Rather than pretend it doesn't exist, get rid of it, do all the things that you or the like the journaling, the breathing, the cold water, Wim Hof stuff. Like what if you weren't to do that? And that's, I think that was after, maybe our first time we met. 
I had been ill and I this is like where it all came about is I couldn't do those things that I had been doing to be less anxious and be this so I couldn't do those things suddenly this shadow just appeared in front of me and I, I I did not know what to do to start with his theory is yeah do those things you know they are they're good for you but don't do them to try and get rid of things to change actually just embrace the anxiety what is it's like a flower unfolding there's a message in it he talks about addiction he talks about depression and abuse trauma all of these things which I feel at the moment society is very like no don't don't be that person it should all be love and light Um, (laughs) the life that I lead is not all love and light a lot of mindfulness teaching is or certainly those things I have learned through mindfulness is recognize the emotion so whether it's anxiety or whatever the yeah. emotion is, you know, I was feeling my emotion this morning was intolerance. I was really mm. intolerant and I woke up feeling like that and just, but recognizing the emotion yeah. and not hiding it, but almost yeah. like speaking to it and, and saying, where's that come from? Why are you showing up and have almost had conversation with it to really yeah. get to understand and recognize what are the, I don't know, what are the feelings and sensations that come up with whatever that emotion is and normally it's a negative one but yeah my my I was bloody intolerant this morning and and then because I was feeling or I had this feeling of intolerance and I had this then communicated with myself for at least another two hours after that I just couldn't stop being intolerant about everything the traffic the dog oh you know that like my hair and it was just yeah. really weird. I couldn't shift it until I'd, I guess I'd had a conversation with myself and be like, right, move on, Vanessa, because that's just boring now. Yeah. You know, you're boring it's yourself. You say there, like how it's a negative thing. Whereas the way I'm trying to look at things and it does get easier is, so one thing that I find like with your intolerance is like frustration. I'm like, oh, why am I so frustrated? So I sit with the frustration a little bit like you, like talk, do it, try and work it out. And actually, like, that intolerance, frustration in the right place or the power that it has behind you can be so beautiful. So I've learned, actually, if I feel really anxious, clean the house, Izzy. I don't like cleaning the house. I'm just not a cleaner. But actually, that is where my power is to clean or, like, get things done. Whereas there's another time or, like, other times that I don't want to get things done. So I don't. Like, I don't force myself to do them when I'm not in that place it's like what is what is the beauty in that intolerance rather than it being like oh, it shouldn't be there like oh go away it's the un- unshaming process as he says mm. okay I'm feeling intolerant what is it that's trying to come through like what is it that's trying to open out or flower from that experience and it can be I don't know it could be a conversation that comes about and from that conversation maybe you are a little bit like snappier or like punchy with your words but actually what's wrong with that sometimes like you you can't always be regulated I mean how boring would we all be if we were all just completely regulated mm-hmm. and previously I think that's what I was trying to get to was like actually just just be regulated the whole time like it doesn't matter if someone annoys you because you're just so calm and you're so happy and that is a beautiful place to be I have 
I'd love being there, but is that actually like true to me, always being calm and level-headed? No. And I wouldn't have got to where I am and done the things that I've done if I was always calm and level-headed. So there's like beauty in all of these things. It's, I think the way that we portray them can almost suppress them. Um, I had a guest on, and I, sorry, I can't remember who it was, and I apologise if you ever listened to this, but like, that was me, <laughs> you stupid woman. And she talked about the whole ageing process and maturing. And she said that we, we naturally, as humans, go through cycles. And I think she said it was every 10 years. We almost like change ourselves through no no real efforts it, it just happens and it's almost like a snake that sheds its skin that's just part of the human life and you know maybe it is a decade and I wonder if that's maybe something you're going through I've certainly I'm probably still going through mine at the moment as I hit 50 very soon um yeah. you know it, it, is that just a natural thing is it or does it feel to you that it's well that's what maybe I was does it feel like you're in control or does it feel like something that's you know it's just natural and that's just part of growing older I was actually talking to someone the other day about cycles and someone said well you might have like a two-year cycle of something and then another cycle might be seven years and I was like yeah maybe maybe it's just the evolution of us as body souls whatever you want to call yourself is it in my control yes and no Mm. I think the way that you deal with it what you do with it and if you like react or respond that is in your control the things that happen are they put in your control I don't mm. I don't people some I can see it from both ways I I can't I don't think I can answer that right now yeah. we'll do that had, in another episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come back and we'll when you've got your answer and um, I had a great thing today um with a, a chap called Jeremy Dean who um, runs this company called Rise and Elephants, and I do some of, of the work he does with this um, this deck of cards called the Emotional Culture Deck. And I was on a call with him and a, a group of incredible people today, and we were talking about emotions, and that's why I mentioned intolerant. And he was saying, "Well, it depends what lens you're looking at it, because if you're looking under it, a microscope, it will look. In, it, you'll say intolerance because it's very in the moment. Yeah. But he said if you look at it from afar." or over a five-year period, you're probably never intolerant, you know, or you're intolerant for like teeny tiny part of your life. And I think it depends what lens you look at it. So you might look back and say four years time for like, what was that podcast episode all about? (laughs) There was was nothing wrong in that tiny, tiny part of your life where you feel anxious or intolerant or sad or, you know, joyous, whatever it is, but uh, look at life overall and what's the overriding emotion there and it's that thing of people saying like live in the moment which I very much believe but in that moment like you said you feel so intolerant like you could potentially explode it is that big inside you but if you like you said I think of it like as a helicopter view if you like hover over what's going you're like okay maybe this makes sense yeah okay I don't think there's anything wrong with looking back and looking forwards. Okay, so like when you look forwards, I can already see, right, I I think of it like a bow and arrow. Like at the moment, I feel like I'm being pulled back to be excelled forwards. And it's how far do you allow yourself to go back into that, like, for me, it is the discomfort to be able to shoot forwards. 
there are so many skills and oh, so many things that I'm learning about myself at the moment, which are going to be useful going on. And then I look back at times that, I mean, so many times I must have felt like this before. Do I really remember them? <laughs> no. And actually, I kind of look back and I'm like, they were some of the most magical times of my life. But for some reason, when we're in it, it's that like, this is negative. I shouldn't be like this. So it's, it, yeah, like you said, it's the perspective of what you're at. And then I've been working with a counsellor recently because it, it did get too much. I mm. just could not work it out. And the patterns, I think th this is another thing. The patterns that I have lived for so many things through life, they have really come to face recently, which is really uncomfortable because you're facing yourself like, yeah, that is what I do every time. And it's really frustrating. Like, how can we rewire that part? And he always says, Izzy, you're just living a, what's the, his words? A self-fulfilling prophecy. Is there something in you in that like really deep subconscious that you think your life should be like this? So you're playing that out. And he said those words and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to admit that because again, the like, I guess the shame comes in. of, oh, Maybe I am doing this to myself. Because part of the shadow work, and I think you mentioned it in the first episode, but also when I did some research into it, is that some of these shadows actually sort of turn you on and you get off on them in many ways, which is, I guess, why you repeat some of these cycles. And it's then turning some of those or maybe some of the counteracting emotions to turn you on, I suppose, as much yeah. as the shadow does. Yeah, because it took me a while to get my head around that, thinking, well, hang on a minute, why do, why do I you know, yeah. fantasize about my shadow work? But I get it now. And that yeah, is why we go back to that. It's like the endorphins that for some reason you get when whatever it is happens or when you do whatever it is. And you know, it's almost, I, I say it like you've got like a devil and an angel on your shoulder because it's like, well, this is really comfortable because I'm fulfilling that prophecy about myself. Like, yeah. And then you've got this other side of, no, this is ridiculous. Why is this happening? And you just bounce between the two. And it's just joining it all together. Like, yes, I can be like this and I can be like this. And neither is actually better than the other. But what is it I want and what is almost getting in the way? Like what in me is getting in the way? And then you kind of go down a little bit of a rabbit warren. Now, you so, also mentioned you don't do resolutions. And before we came on, we were talking a tiny bit. Like, why would we have an episode talking about resolutions? It nearly, well, it will be March by the time this goes out. But you said you don't do resolutions or you're not a resolutions kind of person. Can I ask, is that? just because you think they're bs or um why don't i do them i kind of so for me i'm very much learning especially like with new year's resolutions here in the uk it's very much a time to like hibernate and winter and i kind of don't feel that i want to start something new it's the kind of using my energy to restore myself rather than push myself that doesn't mean a resolution needs to be to push myself I guess the way that I live my life almost is a resolution I don't I'm not a follow a fad type person I never have been I can't imagine I ever will be and I'm also one I don't do following the crowd so it's always like if everyone else is <laughs> everyone else has got a resolution 
No, I won't have one actually. <laughs> yeah, I just, I guess I'm trying to live more going with the flow. That doesn't mean that there aren't things that I'm working towards, but for some reason I don't call them resolutions. What do you call them? It's just life. I'm, I, personal development, like meeting myself at different levels is so important to myself or to me that I, I guess that's just how I live life. I have always been one to challenge myself, do things slightly differently, try things out, fail at things quite a lot, that that in itself feels like enough. And something has to feel really important to me to want to go there. I mean, if someone said to me, right, is you're gonna have, to, like, we're gonna have a resolution to run a marathon don't think that would be me it just doesn't something has to interest me this has come up quite a lot something has to really interest me for me to want to go there and if it doesn't it's almost like I always want to go above and beyond for things and that like that really lights me up I've had to learn a lot with that in terms of don't always give too much and I started a um, new job just a couple of days a week at the beginning of the year and I had there was nothing in me to start with that was like, I want to go above and beyond here. So I had no interest in it. But actually, as things have changed and conversations have come around and kind of things have kind of settled a little bit. No, I don't want to go above and beyond. But there is a bit of a like kick in there that I want to be there. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. So resolutions. I think it's the appreciate. Yeah. Appreciating myself like as I am not having to constantly want to change and I do I wonder actually how much that sits with you like do you feel that resolutions are people actually just wanting to change themselves so I love resolutions and I get the new year thing but for me it's like a real marker in time to be like right let's review what the last 12 months were like what was showing up what went well what so I mean call it resolutions and it just happens to be in the new year but I think it's a real moment in time where I can reflect on the last year and maybe mm-hmm. it's that we were just talking about the, the perspective, you know, when you when you're in January the 6th or something or what are we now, February the 23rd, it, it, you know, I can feel intolerant. But when I get to the end of the new year, I can be like, OK, the year was actually pretty good generally. Yeah. And so I can use that new year. And I never actually do on the new year because I don't think I did anything like that. A bit like you, I'd be like, if everyone's doing it, no, thanks. I'll step away <laughs> and do my own thing. But I think for me, it's like, OK, I've got to that end of the year now. Let's look at what happened and yes, no, that was great or that was bad. And then let's take what we learned from or what I learned from that last year and let's focus on what I want to get to in December 2023. How do I want to feel? How do I want to look back and be like, yeah, okay. So I call it not resolution, but I say like, what's my vision for 2023? So, you know, I do have resolutions, but they're three words. That's all they are. There's no detail to it. And, you know, I'm sure some people who'd be oh no you need to make a plan it needs to be really detailed but in my head I know what I've got to do I just but I would never put it down in a flow chart you know be like, yeah, so an Excel spreadsheet. Page. it's just what we define like I guess when someone says to me resolutions it feels like I'm going to go to the gym three times a week or like I'm going to sign up on a new gym membership or I'm going to do this 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 and this rather than I guess it can be like more of a state of being. I want to be more like this or feel more like this. 
and I I'm constantly when things happen like where I am quite often diving deep in myself I'm always there's always like reflection going on okay so either like there's the awareness of this has happened holy shit this is how I feel like what what is that saying to myself or this has happened two months ago I would have absolutely freaked out but I'm looking at it from a totally different perspective or through a different lens so maybe the resolutions are just so flowing in there maybe I was talking about this with somebody the other day and they were talking about new year's resolutions I'm like yeah, actually you don't need a new year you can start or you could you could have think about it now and, and think well, okay what do I want to achieve and it you know it doesn't have to be detailed and planned out you know like a military operation but you don't need the new year because it's just that moment when you're like okay I'm feeling maybe it goes back to what we we're saying we're feeling something my resolution yeah. let's call it that is to try and avoid feeling that for the next five days or whatever or yeah. recognize when I'm feeling angry recognize it and that's my resolution for the next five days is to try and to understand this a little bit more so I think going back to the conversation about new year's resolutions they seem to be create have become this enormous thing and maybe that's social media to blame this enormous thing everybody has to do but actually you can do them now you know I'm sure after we've had this conversation we're like okay that was really interesting what have I learned and what do I resolve to do differently for example and I look at resolution like getting clarity and focus a bit like on a camera you know if you're Mm -hmm. changing I'm not a photographer at all but you know you're getting resolution you're getting focus that's how I look at it I don't look at I'm going to run a marathon or I'm going to I don't know train you know whatever to be able to Mm -hmm. do so many push-ups that's for me it's getting clarity on what yeah, I'm that's really interesting. The things that I would say my resolutions are, they're almost the things that just come to me in the shower. You know, those thoughts that can be so prominent and come from nowhere. I'm not sure that I, if I was to have like a real, I've, I've definitely had like real conscious resolutions before, but the ones that speak most to me are the ones that just I couldn't tell you were coming like they just ping and then they are so clear that I can remember like when I thought them when I said them where I was it is so clear in my mind and I I mean I going like along with that I moving down to Cornwall and maybe this was like a resolution when I was a child but I remember being down here, driving past one of the supermarkets, probably about 10 or 11. I think I probably said this in the first um, episode that we did. And I can still see it now so clearly, saying to my parents, I'm going to live here one day. But then that just like passed because, you know, I couldn't move away by myself when I was 10. (laughs) And it's almost like that was the resolution, maybe. Life had to happen (laughs) the way it happened. And then I was here, drove past that same supermarket one day and it was the most bizarre feeling, but I was back in that car as a child. I once said I was going to live here and now I'm living here. What the hell? And I had one a couple of years ago. I'm going to be a coach. I can remember like where I was, what I was wearing, what I was driving, everything. But that was literally just me driving along. That wasn't, hmm, what shall I do? Like maybe maybe I'm fortunate these things just come and that's possibly how my resolute like quite subconscious resolutions but they make themselves known to me that's you get your best thoughts when you're doing 
something that is so automatic like just walking or like you said in the shower because your body is not having to do anything in many ways it's just automatic you know you wash your hair and you do whatever yeah or you drive the car I mean I always have really good thoughts when I'm out walking and my butt you know it's one leg in front of the other there's no other thought involved and the thoughts just flow and I've I've heard and I've heard this and I've seen it so when you in work if you're like right we're gonna have a brainstorming session we're gonna have you know we're gonna come up with some really great ideas and nobody can think of them because they're just they're put under pressure to think of you know the company saving idea or actually the best ideas come when you're not in those situations trying to think about the idea and so moving into something that your body's just doing you know whether it's cooking or walking or whatever is the best time to have those thoughts when your your brain is relaxed and it can I guess is your subconscious can come out I don't know enough I I feel like it's one of those things I should know by now but I forget is it your subconscious it almost doesn't matter where it comes from really does it (laughs) it comes (laughs) (laughs) that's so interesting I feel like you have just answered so many questions for me (laughs) in terms of there are things that I was saying about getting frustrated like oh why is this not happening and why is this not like this and why is this not like I know that the more relaxed I can be at times that's when things just happen I guess like this conversation not thinking about anything else I needed that answer from you <laughs> of just go and do other things and I think that's really important that we I guess like having previously worked in the corporate world I wonder actually how much you miss of the things that you could do or like, you know, different strategies, different ways that things could work because you're so focused in that lens that you miss like a whole cloud of other bits that actually, if I don't know, you gave yourself more breaks during the day, whatever it might be, things then start to flow. And it's so true. I have been known to walk my dog four times a day (laughs) recently because like things just haven't been happening. I've, like I said, I've always been such a fighter of, no, I have got to get this done. I have to do this. I cannot move from my desk until this is finished. The moment that I move away, do something else, I don't know, put the washing on, walk the dog, whatever it might be, things just start to click. It doesn't have to be like this. I don't, I'm not putting that time frame on this has to be done by this time rather than, okay, roughly, let's say it has to be done in a week know whatever it might be let's see what comes to me rather than forcing things out I've been doing this amazing 21 day meditation with Deepak Chopra I've been doing it on repeat so I'm probably up to about day 63 now because I just I do think it's just really powerful it's like sending really powerful messages to me but he talks about just sort of letting things go I think as humans we're so probably same as what you were saying we're so guided to action and we want results actually we're forcing it and he's just saying just let things go and and let life flow to you as opposed to you trying to force it to come to you what's what will be will be in many ways put out what it is you want to achieve but it will come to you when it's time and that's maybe a bit too woo for many people like whatever that's way too spiritual but I think there's a real I think it really works is the more you try to achieve something the further it goes away from you so if you just let it happen and just almost just put the idea out there it will come to you when you're ready for me that goes back to the like how regulated everything is and how 
I do feel at the moment that everyone is trying to regulate themselves so much. And I say this very much from a place that I've been as I was literally trying to regulate myself to, you know, basically be a robot. <laughs> Probably call it of it should be like this and it should be like this and it should be like this. And you look at society, I mean, especially here in the UK, that once I'm just gonna tell my dog. <laughs> if you can hear anything in the background, that's is his dog. <laughs> ever. Like she's normally on the sofa on her bed all day, doesn't move, sit down to do this. She's clearly got an opinion. She wants to be on the podcast. She's like, hang on a minute. You're talking about women. I should be on this. (laughs) To be fair, you say that. I have this phrase that's be like rhubarb. My dog's called rhubarb. Because she just has superpowers of, she just lets things happen. Like good things. Good things come to her. She doesn't really have to do anything. And people just want to be with her and be happy. And I, if I'm going through a time that nothing makes sense, you're more than welcome to laugh at this. I'm like, I own the dog. I take her for walks and stuff. She sometimes looks at me like, I am so bored. I'm so fed up. This is too much, you know. And I, I'm like, yeah, but if you knew what was coming, we're going for a really good walk later. Like, you just don't know it. But I know. And I sometimes think of that a bit like the universe. Like, when I'm in that point of frustration, like, nothing's going to plan. This is not fair. I'm like, yeah, but. I don't know what's coming and I know that it'll be something good. A little bit like the way that I relate to the dog and going for a walk. <laughs> and actually, it's so ridiculous, but it really, I'm like, okay, I can work with that one. Really, really silly. But um, it does bring a lot of So from sort of this moment forward, what are you sort of thinking about 2023 and what you're hoping? I mean, I mean let's not call it a resolution, but like what, where do you see your direction going? I normally have like the answer to that straight away. And I don't know that I do at the moment. Um, I think I'm so in this shadow work, meeting myself in what can actually be quite a lonely place that I feel like because I'm embracing it and I've never been somewhere like this. I don't, I like to think I normally know. (laughs) I don't actually know what is next I, mean, I want to say like you know holidays nice things friends but and like that will be part of it I'm sure I think at the moment it's so much the the finding my voice not just finding it but actually being or feeling safe enough in myself to express it what do you want to say I kind of just want to say to everyone be more human be be what you need to be in the moment If you are super anxious, just allow yourself to be there. But not from that lens of I shouldn't be there. This is wrong. But from the lens of like, what is the beauty in this? It is my phrase at the moment, just be more human. And it sounds so silly because we are all human. (laughs) I'm really actually just trying to trust that things unfold as they need to unfold. And maybe where I've always been such a control freak, I've gone completely the other way. And then slowly it's coming back to, yes, you've got your direction, but allow the flow and the journey as you get there. Well, we'll have to get you back on. It sounds like. Where we end up. (laughs) Yeah, it's like snowball effect. Let's see what's happened over the next six months and all those things that you, you can see now. 
and the building and the momentum's building you're like that that bow and your arrow is just about to be let go is that arrow going on (laughs) we should totally wrap this up now because as we were saying probably before we came on air and I press record we we could talk for a very very long time and that's why I love having you on the show Izzy because it just seems so normal and natural and yet there's so much I hope depth in what we say and purpose and lessons for people because we're we're going through these experiences and I hope people are listening are like you know what actually we're all going through some of this shit we're all going through the good times we're all going through bad times we're no different but we're learning from them and we're sharing those adventures so right next steps (laughs) we have to get you back um I mean, you can obviously reach out to me whenever you like, and it doesn't have to be recording, but um, yeah. yeah, let's have you back on the show and let's see how we're both doing. It's a really good way to document life. Isn't it, it is so good. We'll look back on this when we're like, I don't know, 70, but like, oh yeah, yeah, we oh, did yeah. achieve some things. We were pretty good. All right, oh, Izzy, thank you for thank being you. on the show again. And um, I look forward to the next time you come back on. Thank you.